When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? This is Jonathan London over here with a brand new Geekscape. Episode 191 is where we're at right now. And this is your favorite movies, video games, and comic podcast. If you guys have been with us for four years, you guys know what it's about. If you haven't, we just review the latest news and reviews in movies, video games, and comics. And I'm joined by a guest every week, a different guest. And this uh, this time I've got uh, Jibbles McJeebean. Uh, <laughs> Jillian Jensen is a, is a friend of ours. She's a, uh, she's a local geek. Uh, we met over at Meltdown Comics where we do different events for comics and comics and with our buddy Sax Carr. Uh, and Jillian was always there. And I remember the first time I saw Jillian, um, pretty typical for a, for a woman, she was walking away from me. And uh, and I saw that she had a Kermit the Frog tattoo right here in, the, in like, like on her neck, right around here. And I was like, oh, I got to take a picture of that uh, so that I could send it to Matt Kelly, St. Mort's. Uh, he's on the Geekscape forums. Because Matt Kelly is the biggest Muppets fan there is, and I know he pleasured himself to the image of a woman's neck with uh, Kermit the Frog on it. Jillian, now that you're on the couch and I've put you in that position, how do you feel about that? Welcome to the Geekscape audience. Thanks. Thanks. It's really nice to be here and be alienated from everyone already. That's good. Now, now our buddy Walton said that your audio was good. Um, you're... I, I just now noticed the microphone is on the other side of your person. You're not even... No. It's like away from where you're talking. I'm not going to put it over by the breast assist. <laughs> over here. Okay. Is this part going on the show? That's awesome. Yeah, this is on the show right okay, here. Good. This is me adjusting a mic so that when you talk, breast it assist. actually goes over the mic. Thank I mean, you. I find that funny because that's uh, the second person that you felt the need to adjust their mic. No, no. I, I, I adjust <laughs> your mic. have boobies. Like, Heidi. Well, like, okay. It's, it, it's you and Walton. Whenever someone has big breasts, and I Heidi. adjust their Hi, mic. Heidi. We love you. Heidi, we love you. Um, I just don't understand your need to mic her shoulder. Well, I, didn't. I did it. I didn't oh. okay. did. No, okay. that was yeah. me. No. I don't go. I just in, I, I clip and go. I'm a clip and go. Two foot footwear radius of the boobies. Well, <laughs> we will get to your social life and the failures therein. And a little bit uh, later. But listen, what is my big advice? We even made a T-shirt of this. What is my big advice mm. to the geeks who don't know how to talk to a lady, who don't know how to uh, just get over the hump of uh, being embarrassed or be self-conscious, and just go at it. Go cup the puss, you know? I mean, that's how you got to do it. It's like grabbing the bull by the horns in life, you know? If there's something out there did that you, you want to... Uh, cup the puss? We, we did. Yeah, we did. Shirt. We, did. Oh, we right. actually have yeah. a, a t-shirt. Uh, I don't have one of those yet. All sorts of things. We'll well, let me tell you, geekscape.net is the place to go. Uh, Christmas shopping. Speaking of Christmas shopping, you do want to get one of these t-shirts. I think your mom would love a, a cup the puss t-shirt. They're in girls' <laughs> sizes. Just be like, Mom, when I think of you, I think they're in cup the puss. Uh, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you came from it. And then you just right. lie and you say, oh, it's from Harry Potter. Embrace your mother. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Twilight thing, Mom. It's a Twilight thing. <laughs> Jillian, Edward does it all the time. Jillian, you're a big geek. What what, what constitutes your geekdom? Um, what caused? What, what constitutes it? Uh-oh. Like, like, what, kind of, what kind of geek are you? Because like, we, we talked to Heidi. She's big into comic books and... You know, she likes movies, not so much the video games. You know, we get different kind of geeks That's here. That's true. What kind of geek are That's you? That's true. Uh, mostly uh, Muppets and or Puppet related. And um, I also love banjo and uh, am a bluegrass geek, if you like that at all. No, nothing. A bluegrass no geek reaction from anyone. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Uh, well, Obviously. Will, Will, K, Will K, our good buddy Will K, Will Kissler. He's a big uh, banjo geek. Yes, yeah. And we already covered how uh, Smack Happy Matt Kelly is a, a Muppets geek and a Puppets geek. What's What's funny is I'm a bit of a ukulele geek. And yeah. And I didn't I didn't learn until this week from Jillian that apparently banjo geeks are better than ukulele geeks in well, the musical what? geekiness. What does that mean? Apparently, ukulele geek is the bottom of the barrel music geek. Because <laughs> like, like anybody's dad buys a ukulele and learns how to play. You have to really learn how to play banjo. Ukuleles aren't that hard. Okay, I, 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 you know what? You learn something new on If you play a ukulele, I'm not being offensive. 
You learn something new on Geekscape every week. I, I didn't too. know that. I mean, to, to me, they're basically the same fucking instrument, mm. right? Like, one's played by Hawaiian people, one's played by white Hawaiian people. people? You, you probably think an accordion and a squeeze box are the same thing. Exactly. Sure, sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is pointing at you. But I'm sure that the difference is really like a juice box and a Capri Sun. Like not the same. Juice pouch. A juice pouch is, is not <laughs> like, the same thing. You're correct. I'm now learning that there are... Absolutely. Um, okay, so, so the difference goes beyond one being played by... Oh, one is a big, drink. One's big Hawaiian people, and the other one's like meth addicts in the fucking Ozarks, right? Like, Actually, other people much. play banjo. It's, no it's no longer big Hawaiian people. It's Hipsters. Uh, tiny petite girls on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is that. shout out. So, um, I know. We got all these. I mean, they're both hipster instruments, like, right now. Like, Basically, they're but both they're both like, hot. I don't, I don't think the banjo's a hipster Are you instrument. It is, too. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mind? yeah, it is. I, okay, well, yeah, I mean, is. the banjo starts and ends with Steve Martin for me. Like, literally. Like, Did you hear about Steve Martin's new uh, book? Yes. Steve Martin has this new book. It's serious, it's a narrative book. Uh, my buddy Steve Soul, who's been on the show before, was telling me that he was on the Upper West Side doing a, a reading to a bunch of people. Um, and he, there were like a couple hundred people there and they, they had advertised come see Steve Martin talk and talk about his book as a book signing and he was supposedly so boring that everyone there wanted their money back because they expected him to come out and do a little bit of jokes and at least do this but it was so droll and serious that they all asked for their money back they, that's sad they obviously didn't read Born Standing Up exactly. when they read he's over that yeah Born Standing Up is pretty uh, intense uh, you guys remember uh, two years ago and I recommended that book uh, in, last week we had another dude recommending books so we're all booked up here do you read books Jillian are you into books sometimes what do you read Sometimes. You read comics? I mean, you 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 hang out in Meltdown. I figure you're a comic girl. I have some, yes. And I, it, you know, comics for me was sort of a boy thing until I was about sixteen. So I what only happened? have. What happened there? Uh, I stopped caring. Oh really? Were and you I so, started were you doing whatever I wanted. Like mm -hmm. like like, tell me about like the first sixteen years. You were self conscious. <laughs> People wanted you to do like first girly, sixteen girly years. Stuff. You were like, I'm not a geek. I'm a, I'm a girl. I'm going to do girly stuff. Well, I did both. What I liked I liked both. I mm -hmm. liked uh, action stories that involved kitchen equipment. And, um, what the fuck is that? Uh, gremlins? Like gremlins? Kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, like, okay. Like that has to be one of the <laughs> yeah. smallest genres of action I've ever heard. I mean, I understand like swashbuckling high seas action is different no, than like space exploration I mean, exploration appropriate, action. the mixture of, you of mean, like, girl and guy. Like, in the kitchen? Yes. Yeah, like, yes. <laughs> like, I don't recall a Tintin book where they explore a kitchen. <laughs> You know, and Tintin had every fucking adventure known to God. Was there a Chronicles of Narnia where they crawled through the oven? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there was, actually. Was that was called the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. God. I was going to say that was Auschwitz, but we now found someone on the couch who will say things that uh, even I will not I'm sorry. say. And welcome, Jillian. Uh, Jillian Jensen, welcome to the couch. Clarify. So you were into, like, kind of boyish stuff, but they always had to have, like, still a female band, and then you said, fuck it, I'm a guy? Like, what, like, what, like, what happened? <laughs> there was never... The, what broke in you? There was in, never in, a, in, fuck it, I'm a guy. I still am a woman. Right. Okay. Everywhere. Okay. And, um, there, I There just, are a couple of people who sighed when you said that. They were like, fuck it. They, they were turned <laughs> on when you said, fuck it, I'm a guy. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. They like the chick with dick. Uh-huh, it's cool. Uh, it's cool. It has to be said with an accent. We're supportive. So, Does it? Yes. So what, what happened? What happened? Um, I just, I got into high school, and I realized that high school's um, full of sort of people trying to find themselves, that no one really, even the people who seemed really confident were not. And so uh, just do whatever you want to do that makes you happy. And if, if it makes you happy, then your life is going to be better, because at least you're going to be having a good time. Wow. About half of our audience, too, just said, fine, I'm not quitting heroin. Okay. I'm down. It right makes on, me man. happy. It brings right. me to a place. Oh, um, and, and so so what did you do? Uh, you immediately started, uh, what, playing computer games, doing video No, games? I always liked like, computer I was actually really good at computer games What, what were some of the games that you enjoyed? Um, well, I was really good at, the, at two-color games, when two-color games were hot. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually had a computer at my house. My, my dad's really smart and just decided one day he wanted to buy a computer way back when, when it wasn't cool to have a computer. So I think I was when, sort of... When would that have been? The 1950s? Well, like, like, I, I think know. anybody growing up in the 80s... You grew up in Austin. We grew up in the Midwest. Uh-huh. Oh. Home computers weren't yeah, popular. Austin computers well, well, what's Austin? 
Austin has it's always been a pretty progressive town. For tech. Yeah, I remember we had some shit. Texas Instruments? Like yeah, yeah, there. I mean, Dell's there. I understand. Yeah. But no, we definitely it, had a computer. In the Midwest, I'm, it I'm tidy. You didn't it have was not common to, no. Have a house computer, no way. To, you had them at school, for sure, home, but. It, it was rare. Everyone had it at school for the most part that you I remember. Is this true? You tell it's us true. on the floor. We didn't like, have computers. This was really? 19. Well, well when I was graduated this? in 1999. You graduated high school in 1999. My parents, my family did not get a home computer until 1998. Yep. <laughs> yep. By that time I had well, even internet where we were at wasn't even oh, available. You internet you had to have dial you had to have dial up. That's a uh, BBS. AOL internet. Yeah, we had. We, I mean, and it I, was expensive. I mean, too. I mean, it's like we're, thirty we're, bucks. We had long distance charges because we lived. Yeah, because so you have to dial the, the area code. I, I know. Think, I think I'm realizing why you fuckers play the banjo. Like, what is <laughs> like, going on here? I mean, I, I remember. So uh, my geek culture started slowly yeah. because we didn't have access. We but didn't even have the internet stuff. at home. I remember uh, before so. AOL, we were we were members of Prodigy. Oh yeah. Prodigy Online and, and Net had, Zero. Had different games and stuff in there. <laughs> yeah. What were some of these games that you that you started playing in 2000 when they got a computer? Um. Well, I I really liked in 2003. I really liked a couple of games. I, I liked a a mousetrap game that I can't remember the title of that I I remember being obsessed with. If it for turns out to be mousetrap, we will be very. No, upset. it's not. Not mousetrap. It's called something else. Your hair is. I know. Yeah, yeah, please. I think we need to just put it behind your head. Yeah, just put the, the hair back here. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's my security blanket. Yeah, it's cool. We have Walton here. Okay, good. I'm glad. Um, he protects all of us. What other games that I like? I think you're confusing security blanket with wet, wet blanket. blanket. Okay. <laughs> is someone on fire here? Walton's here to protect you. He said it, and we told him months ago. Wet not, blanket. Not to say anything. Oh, the wet blanket thing. Um, oh. So, so, so you'd play this mousetrap game. <laughs> what other fucking lame games would you play? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're not gonna talk about this anymore. We're gonna we, talk my, about all the awesome my, stuff mine I used sweeper? to. No. We, we couldn't all be, be kicking ass in Wing Commander, Wait, Jonathan. Wolf, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein was awesome. Wolfenstein is incredible. You're did, terrible. Do you, you remember the Apogee Same. games uh, before that? Like uh, Wolfenstein came out of that whole group. But it was the first 3D one. Do you remember like Commander Keen and all those shareware groups, uh, shareware games that you I would download off of BBSs? They, <laughs> like those are kind of lame. But I would play those platform games. Of course you did. Uh, There's nothing else to do. I, well, I, 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 I mean, there was nothing else. Yes. Even awesome. though, even though I lived in a popular, uh, progressive place uh, with tons of friends, I I prefer the computer games. I I was alone for for many hours. Uh, Walton, you know, this week just just realized that I had attended the Nintendo Championships in 1991 as a child. Did not know that. Uh, he didn't know that. Yeah, uh, and I and I I put out the question: Does this make me cooler in Walton's eyes? Yes, or just being lamer? Uh, no. I, I leave it to you guys. Cool. I think I think we're talking on Geekscape, so I think it just makes you. It's cooler. fine. Yes, it's you fine. You know what I mean? It's uh, fine. If but, you, you can't be accepted here. I mean, you're out of luck. And I have the the photo from like my fourth grade photo session where they take a picture next to like a pillar and you're sitting next to like a piece of carpet, you know, like the school photo. And I'm wearing the Nintendo shirt. A piece of carpet? Oh, when you yeah, lean yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh. lean on like a pillar, or, like a piece of carpet. Okay, I was like, like what's the like carpet? Rock, okay. But there's like a vase or something. You know those lame ass. <laughs> Our school pictures were not early, that good. Early '90s school pictures. Ours yeah. were not that good. You Ours were, were just put in front of the camera. sit in a desk. Yeah. Sit in the desk. Sit in the desk that has a blue background that looks like marble, kind of, and everybody's picture was the same. Is this fucking coal mining town she grew up in? Like (laughs) she started to make me think it was like some fucking Deliverance. No, but we weren't. Ozarks shit. No, no. but in the country it's cool. The photograph man is gonna come and take a still photo. Like, did they use a flashbulb in taking these photos? No, I mean, you know, it's like, guys, they're gonna take a photo of you. No meth for a week. We want those teeth really nice. Meth like, wasn't big yet. Meth like, didn't hit to like the 2000s. You just chewed on crystals. <laughs> it was the year after I graduated. I found Dark out crystals? my hometown got crystals? wiped out by meth. Oh, yeah, a, it's bad. Yeah, it's it's actually really bad. Yeah, yeah, so, say no to math, everyone. Guys, say no to math. Say no to math. Please. Uh, but say yes to Geekscape, which is just an equivalent of vice. Um, let's let's go to Mathscape. He's going to make fun of me some more, and we're going to have a really good time. Guys, we're having fun here. Guys, I went to see a movie that actually has a lot of meth in it. Uh, it's actually does it really? Yeah, it actually does. This nice is, segue. Th- th- let me segue into this movie. This is a new movie by David O. Russell, who you guys know because we talked about him recently as being attached to the uh, Uncharted movie. That, you know, he also did uh, Three Kings, I Heart Huckabees, but he's got this movie out with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Christian Bale and Amy Adams. And basically, this movie is about it's a true story. And in 1993, Mark Wahlberg's character uh, Mickey. Mickey and Dickie are the two brothers. And Dickie 
the older brother, Christian Bale, you tell from the first shot this dude is on meth, right? His eyes are sunken in, he's super unnaturally skinny, and he's super hyperactive. And you find out that in 1978, he had actually had a boxing match with Sugar Ray Leonard. And in Lowell, Massachusetts, where they live as street pavers, you find out that he um, he's called the Pride of Lowell. Like, the proudest moment in that town was when he knocked down Sugar Ray Leonard. And since that time, he's fallen into drugs. Uh, and his younger brother, Mark, played by Mark Wolver, Mickey, he's come up as a boxer. And he's starting to be seen as, a, as someone who's kind of treading his wheels, uh, spinning his wheels as a boxer, treading water. And um, people are using him as a stepping stone to bigger matches. And he starts to realize, Mark Wahlberg does, that his older brother, who's his trainer now, is holding him back. His family, who's managing him, is holding him back. And Amy Adams plays a local bar girl that he falls for. And she's telling him, your family is killing your boxing career. And he's taking matches he shouldn't take. He's getting his ass kicked. And he starts to uh, weigh whether or not his love of boxing, his career, his, his life progression... Uh, is worth giving up his family for. And his family's bad news. I mean, Christian Bale gives a good, I mean, awesome performance as an addict. And he's constantly getting a, a, arrested or in trouble in the law. And Mickey's trying to stand up for him, but he, Dickie's just bringing him down. Uh, the movie is really well done. It's obviously a boxing sports movie. It has some things that'll remind you of The Wrestler and some things that'll remind you of uh, other Boston's, you know, brotherhood, family type movies like Goodwill Hunting. But Mark Wahlberg, who we referred to in a meeting the other day as the Teflon actor, because he'll do things like Max Payne and then come back with a movie that everybody loves, or he'll do things like, what was the Shyamalan movie? The Happening. The, the Happening. And then he'll come back with something everybody I can't loves. can't talk about that movie. Like, 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 like Mark movie. Wahlberg is one of these actors, though, yeah, who, that's true, who you're like, oh, it's Mark Wahlberg. And then but he, he has then the he, same look then he in deliver, movie But he too. delivers something that you're like, that actually kicked ass, you know? Really? In this movie, he does okay, a great job. Okay, because he this seems movie, the same to me in every movie. In this movie. movie, he does a really good job of being the content. Really he's good in The Departed. And while, while Christian Bale is eating up scenery as this meth addict who everybody loves and nobody wants to say has a problem, uh, Mark Wahlberg is just brooding and kind of doing his... kind of buying his time and trying to figure out... He's being pushed to make a decision that he doesn't want to make. Mm-hmm. And the movie's good. And the boxing scenes are really good. Although they're... They're as infrequent as the wrestling scenes in The Wrestler. So it really is about these two guys and Amy Adams and the disillusion of, like, the dissolving of the family. And it's good, but in telling someone what the movie is like, uh, I say, what do you think the movie is like? And that's pretty much what you get. You're going to get a good drama. You're going to get a good sports movie. You're going to get an inspirational tale of how this person went for uh, the title after leaving his family behind and finding out what, you know, the balance in his life. Um, what I liked about it was that you get some of these movies, you know, you get Rocky and this and that, and it's loosely based on reality. In this one, I think David O. Russell, and you see the original guys during the credits that it's based on, the, the two brothers, you see the movie, and you start to realize that it is played pretty close to the facts, or they're actually trying to be faithful to these guys' stories. Uh, the boxing scenes are all done in video to to kind of show how ESPN and HBO shot these boxing matches back during the mid-90s when the mm-hmm. movie takes place. And so that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a movie that, that that's kind of not challenging, and is it's not as challenging as like 127 Hours or Black Swan, where you're just kind of put through an emotional ringer. Uh, if you want a good movie bordering on a great movie, go see The Fighter, because I thought it was a really good movie. And, and Christian Bale, he's going to be talked about for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, as is the woman who played the mom, because because uh, she kind of goes for it too, in sort of the way that uh, who was the mom in uh, Gone Baby Gone? Uh, Amy, who's the name of that actress? Oh, and she just kicked ass, uh, right? I, I don't know. You want to get an Nobody Oscar? Nom- I mean, it, it, it worked for Rob Williams. You want to get an Oscar nomination in your character actor or somebody trying to do something different? Play a Boston accent. That'll get you an Oscar. Yeah. Just, you know, it, it, it works. Um, play semi-retard. Play semi-retard. Semi-retard. Yeah, semi-retard. Go, 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 go
play an autistic Bostonian. No, no, a drug addicted Bostonian is what a we're drug addicted autistic Bostonian Whoa. is what we're getting here. Whoa. So, uh, so play. I, I recommend the movie. Play somebody but... in Mighty Mighty Bostones. <laughs> I, re- I recommend the Mighty Mighty Bostones story. Diggy <laughs> Barrett. Um, I recommend the movie, but I don't recommend it as as high as like 127 hours for Black Swan. I really want wish. Uh, I haven't seen any of the movie yet, but. I really want to see the behind the scenes, like unedited, because I want to see Christian Bale and David O. Russell. Like, Going how did those two get through a movie together? No, I don't know either. I don't I know. know. I'm confused. I don't know. The two most lit fuse guys. You know what, though? Everybody has a lit fuse. Like, they just happen you know, to explode. You're only saying everybody <laughs> explodes. It's just whether or not YouTube caught them exploding is really what it comes down to. Like, David O. Russell, yeah, we saw him explode on Lily Tomlin. We know George Clooney supposedly punched him on the set of Three Kings, and we all know what Christian Bale did on the set of Terminator Retardation. But everybody blows up. He must do something right, because Mark Wahlberg keeps coming back. Well, Mark Wahlberg's only been in two of his movies, correct? Uh, was three. he an I Heart Huckabees? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Uh, that movie, to me, was so forgettable. <laughs> he was in I Heart Huckabees, he was in Three Kings. No, that and he was yeah, in did this. you like that movie? No, that like, it just kind of no, saw it, as it and you're like. I don't think it was amazing, <coughs> but there were. It, it's kind of like one of those movies where there are so many different people with their own storyline. You, I, there. I really, really liked Mark Wahlberg's storyline in I Heart Huckabees. Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't even remember he was in that movie because he played the firefighter. I still don't. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah, only because I picture Mark Wahlberg yeah, in a fireman. Exactly. I do that a lot, yeah, though. Exactly. I picture Mark Wahlberg in a he's on fire. Outfit a lot makes because he's pretty much what he plays. Yeah, and he like accepts the model. I liked his storyline, but he must be. What? What are you doing? Nothing. What are you laughing at? Uh, apparently, par I'm grumbling. Par, par, par I, have par, I have stomach grumbling. Par for the course. What's going on? Par I have stomach grumbling. You a cookie. I'm, I'm dieting. Are you hungry? Everyone. Are you dieting? It's really Why difficult. Why are you dieting? You're tiny. I'm really hungry, right now. Why are you dieting? It's hard for me to go. You want to eat my hand? Like I don't keep this rabid chick away from me. Why are you? Why are you hungry? I tried being bulimic once and realized <laughs> I was still hungry, and I tried to take down the hand. It's <laughs> Brian Walton, everybody. She Brian Walton. hilarious. Uh, I don't know you that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, like, he must do something right. He, maybe David we Russell's see these a good blow director. Ups, but, you know, David Russell's a good director. If Mark Wahlberg's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it again. Like, <laughs> You know what? They're, 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 uh, do you want to work with a person who's passionate and run the risk that he is going to have his passion blow over the top? Or do you want to, do you want to work with a director who's just going to make another Garfield movie? Oh. You know what I mean? I think you'd rather work with a guy oh. who's going to go I want, for it. Do I want? So you're asking, do I want to work with somebody who's passionate, or do I want to work with George Lucas? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> but that's what it, I mean. George Lucas is passionate. He's just it doesn't have a balance. Does that make sense? Like, like David Russell, I think directors like that, people who have the risk of blowing up. Uh, well, he doesn't you know, hire yes men. I think maybe that's yeah. the difference. I mean, George Lucas just hires people that he knows are going to say yes and do what he wants. I, I can't speak. Russell, for, I can't speak for George Lucas's camp. Any well, more than I'm, I think I'm, you can. Really? Did you work opinion. I'm not stating I, I, a fact. Okay, okay. I'm not stating a fact. I'm saying... Opinion. Based on performances, he cast Hayden Christensen, the, the biggest pushover in any movie I've ever seen him in. I don't know. Like, Did you see that movie where he played the pen grad who faked uh, Shattered Glass? Did you see Shattered Glass? I think anybody could have played that role well. I don't know. I think Hayden Christensen's talented. Did you see... Uh, uh, did you see I saw uh, Shattered Glass, and I, I, I really felt like... Jesse Eisenberg could have played that oh, role. Oh, discovered a couple years. No, I think I think Hayden Christensen. I, I disagree. Did you in, in did you see did you see this movie um, where they where he and like Idris Elba and uh, and uh, they're, they're ripping off these people? What was it called? It came out recently. Hayden Christensen and like oh the where he was one of the two white guys. He was in one the of the, black he, movie. he and uh, and. Uh, Matt Dillon. Takers. Takers. Did you see Takers? No. Yeah, and it, neither did I. I just wanted to say that uh, nobody saw Takers. <laughs> but had you seen Takers, you may be like, hey, he can roll with the homies. You know what's funny? So maybe though? he's not a pushover. Maybe he's 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 a down brother. Paul Walker was in that movie, and I think the entire black community is like, they're not the same guy? No, 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 no. Please. Um, listen, if you're white, you've been Affleck. No, listen. Yeah. <laughs> we all learned that. If you're white, you're Ben Affleck. If you're white, you've been Affleck. Did you so see that? Matter. Did you see that movie? What was that movie? Uh, it was really funny when he says, when you're white, you've been Affleck. It, oh, was that sick. was Role Models. Role, role models. models. That shit was funny. <laughs> that shit was funny. That was written by um, you. David Wayne. Yeah. I wish. David Wayne wrote it. And I believe directed it. Yeah. No, he didn't. Who directed it? 
You tell me. Um, IMDb now. Uh, Walton is not IMDb. We're waiting. Uh, it wasn't David either that or uh, Walton has slow load times. It might have been David Wayne. Uh, He's still on net zero. Guys, um, we're all looking forward to what Marvel movies are coming out next. And have you seen this Marvel poster and trailer that we have up on the website for Thor? Did you see this this Thor thing? Awesome. Did, what do you think of this? First, let's talk about the trailer. This Thor trailer where Thor is mysteriously um, walking into darkness with his super red cape. Yes. And he's kind of like quarter turned away from us. Yeah. Does that not look like J.I. Joe the Rise of Cobra's posters? Uh, it does. It totally looks like the J.I. Joe. And I mean, they're both That's Paramount factual, distribution. Really, yes. And then the new Cowboys and Aliens posters out, and it looks, looks similar to that. Like, wh- like They all look the same. As a female going to the movies, okay. do you look for the ass cheek pose? Because yesterday uh, I was I was at a bookstore, and they had one of these uh, books that you'd have, a coffee table book, and okay. it was called um, Urban Girls with a Z. And it had three girls. It was the bookstore out of the Arclight. And it, it, so it wasn't a trashy bookstore. That he was, I was a in. circus of books. I was a circus of books over at Silverlake. <laughs> and it was these three girls on like uh, like crotch rockets and bikinis, and they had these big old booties. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, they're trying to sell that book. As a woman, do you look at the booty shot like in Thor and GI Joe and in Cowboys and Aliens? Sometimes. Do you look for the booty shot as like, Sometimes. oh, I want to see this movie? Possibly Sometimes superheroes are hot. That happens in the booty department. Yes, specifically because the, so uh, there's capes? a lot of latex and or uh, tights involved. In the uh, capes, it like adds a layer of mystery to the booty. Yeah, well, yeah, it's good. If you can get the cape ever so slightly over the really hot booty, that's even better. Okay, like a slight cape and a little, like, a little bit yeah, of like ass. Like a little, like you know. What about the like? So a crotch superhero doesn't work for you. Like like a no. like a bold like what, no. what if the what if the, what if the poster was just uh, like Thor's, an ambiguous like, package, like a cup and it's like feel the hammer or something like that <laughs> or it's like ride the lightning and it just has this fucking like 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 so, Norse so, cock in the fucking it's just like and he's just like yeah like so if the Spider Man three reboot the poster just this yeah what if the Spider Man three reboot is just Spider Man's crotch ambiguous superhero dick superhero dick um. On superhero deck? That would not work as much as the three-quarter ass turn. No, I think the ass is better, actually, because the ass also, um, well, maybe the wiener would be better for people. I'm, I'm thinking marketability here for, mm-hmm. for all uh, genders and or sexual orientations, and if that's going to be the case, the ass is probably a more neutral thing to market than wiener can mm. be. Mm. Some people are a little offended yeah, from, from yeah, my own by use. the wiener. Not so much by the uh, I think it just reflects how, how hard they're willing to work as a superhero, because... Uh. They can work out their ass. They can't work out their penis. You can work out. You can't. You can't work out your penis, you can't, you can't out your penis. Uh, <laughs> simply because yours has cobwebs on it. Does not mean that you. You can work uh, out other areas as you well. Can work out plenty of things. Ooh, this is tough. The shake weight is tough. This is what we're gonna do on the show for the rest. But of But I time. have mastered the shake weight. It's really. Can you show and, me? In the short time between. Show uh, me. Uh, no, please. He'll blow your mind. I can't have you <laughs> wet on the couch. Please. Oh, this, someone else has to sit here next week, lady. This, this, it's not a good that's idea. That's why we put a towel do, down please. before the let's, show. Let's not do this. We have a towel down. We have a. Um, please, racist. This is a Mexican blanket. <laughs> uh, I'm Mexican. It's a towel. <laughs> guys, uh, I would not get out of the. What? You can't get out of the shower and wipe yourself with that. Um, guys, the, the the trailer for Thor. Did you see the trailer for Thor? We Tell, just talked about this. No, no, we talked, talked about the, the, the oh, poster. Okay, the no, in Geeks here, we go into detail. This oh, isn't no live nude geeks where you just fucking blow sorry. through shit. We go into detail. I'm on specifics. too many shows. I don't know where. I don't know where. Where are we well, right now? Now you're now you are on the the, the, the flagship. Oh jeez. So let's geez. talk. Oh jeez. About this trailer. Okay, I'm ready. Is it not Dolph Lundgren's Masters of the Fucking Universe when you watch this trailer? Like, <laughs> yeah, but I love Dolph Lundgren. I have. Isn't that a great the VHS movie? VHS is. Pretty high on the list of awesome things they have. Awesome. But there's no Gilmore. There's no Gwildor. No, Gwildor. Oh, but in the Thor movie, it should be Gilmore. It should be Gilmore. It should be like, the cosmic too. Or Tila or Man at Arms. What do you think? Um, no. This movie, sadly, I'm not into it. That chick looked like Evelyn. I'm not, yeah. Oh, um, what's her name? Um, what is her? You know what? These, these Norse gods. I'm not into what I'm seeing from the Thor movie. I, I'm just not, not excited seeing yet. it. Are you excited about this at all? I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. That's I'm excited about I'm the potential about. of getting excited about it. Okay. Because I, okay. I do have faith in the movie. You're on the edge. I have faith in the movie. We're on the edge I just here. haven't seen it yet. The trailer showed me just enough to think, okay, maybe Kenneth Branagh can do an action movie. Exactly. Kenneth Branagh is going to be fine. Like exactly. I'm, I'm into that. It's... Well, I didn't think he could. I, I wasn't sure if he could handle action. I just had never... You didn't see Frankenstein with Robert De Niro? You didn't see that? <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted to. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! I didn't smell 
impersonation of Robert De Niro, a master As among actors, doing Frankenstein. Did, uh, does he say, I'm in the snow? I'm, I'm in the snow! snow. <laughs> uh, where's my father? I'm so sad. Frankenstein, nobody loves you. Yes. Are you talking to me? No, <laughs> baby Ruth. Um, <laughs> you never saw that movie? Oh, oh. you just saw it. In my, uh, in my in my impersonation. It, it, looked, it, it looked bad. That was, was exactly was correct. That's the experience you would have if you watched that. You, ga- exactly. you giggle and you hope it ends. Um, that being said, I, I Kenneth Branagh, I just want I just want the badassery that kicks in whenever you see an Iron Man. Remember the Iron Man trailer when he the first one when he takes out that like tank or whatever it is or that little missile and starts walking around and like, away and you're like fuck yes. And okay. the second one where like. He lands in the fucking show floor and it's badass. Or like he and Rhodey are about to get surrounded by those bad guy robots, and immediately their fucking helmet goes down. And I don't know what that's doing to the audio, but I don't want to find out. Uh, like 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 different like different stuff. Just that kick of badassery. And in this trailer, you have Thor going with his hammer. And I think on the edge that's of the screen, it. they should just have a little nail go. Bink. <laughs> <laughs> I. So you want to see the scene where he like throws the hammer and he turns and starts walking away and the hammer hits no, somebody and knocks been, him it's over. Been done, it's been done. <laughs> the Devastator, whatever the hell that thing is, that looked cool. The, the, oh the, yeah, the big yeah, monster yeah, that Loki yeah. sends like that. Cool. But it kind of looked like uh, the uh, the day the Earth stood still. Here's another thing, and and, and think about this: uh, the Spider-Man movies happened in New York. The uh, Iron Man movies happen in Los Angeles. These all happen where people live. The danger is if Thor doesn't succeed against these bad guys, some shithole town in the middle of Oklahoma doesn't exist anymore. I think that makes the movie more personal. It makes the movie more personal. If all of a sudden somebody doesn't have their fucking dine and, and gas no, in but the it's middle not of like the, the I-90. Why it's are you the, making fun of dine and gas? The like, earth. What is this? The whole earth is is shit. It's gonna get the Earth. Killed I would say the entire multiverse of which the Norse like world is Wait, part of. You the can't have both. You life. can't say shithole town in Oklahoma and then say the whole multiverse. I'm saying all Pick I, your arguments. Well, all I'm saying is all I see in this trailer, yeah, shithole town. Just, oh, somebody didn't play the banjo. That like, was a, that was a. That's exactly right. You all should now. take lessons. Pick your. People die. I want to. I want to see the, the, the giant. The giant People threat die. here. I want to see the 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 entire. Isn't it like a big fucking ring? Like there's seven worlds or whatever in the Norse mythology and the comics and like blah, 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 blah. I want to see that shit threatened. I don't want to see some podunk town where Natalie Portman happens to be there. She wouldn't be there. She'd be modeling. She'd she'd get on the first bus out of that damn town. Uh, I gotta tell true. you, there's a lot of hot unless her grandma in the was like. I'm looking forward to more of that Shield agent. I really think that guy's funny. I like that guy too. I like that guy. He a was lot. funny. Um, let's talk about casting. Orlando Bloom and Kate Blanchett have returned to Middle Earth to be in The Hobbit. That thing starts filming in February 2011. Neither character uh, is in The Hobbit, right? Uh, that's correct. But the one character that is in The Hobbit, Hugo Weaving's uh, character, uh, what's his name? Um, Elrond. Elrond is in the book. Yes. He's not yet. Oh, Hugo Weaving's Hugo Weaving's He's in go. everything. Yeah, I would say Hugo Weaving is going to come with his... Uh, with his oh my god everything smells face, mm. I think he's gonna come with his V for Vendetta mask. I like Hugo Weaving. Uh, I, I do it's not like fair. whatever is on his lip that is making him smell bad Ooh. things all the time. But he always has the look. I'm angry. I gotta tell you, the he was the only. Lim's married the, now. There, there were very little things that worked in those Matrix sequels. He continued to work. In the 15 minutes that I saw of the Matrix sequels before I turning it off, I would say that he was good. You know what's funny? He was good. If you combine all the good parts of the Matrix sequels, you'd have 15 minutes. Oh shit, I should have just watched that. I should have just watched like the Animatrix and called it a day. Actually, Animatrix? Remember the Animatrix, oh, that DVD? The Animatrix was that good? good. Okay, I should have just watched that. Why do people actually like that? I've never understood that. Well, no, that. The, um, the Squaresoft Honestly. bit. They, they, the animators fan. that did uh, Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, which was a very convoluted movie, yeah. but very beautiful, they're short in the Animatrix amazing like it makes you wish they would do a full movie and it not be a convoluted piece of crap okay because it's gorgeous right. okay. i do like that animation i like the first matrix right yeah. i like the first matrix but there uh i'm not encouraging anybody to torrent or download but there is a fan edit of the two movie? matrix sequels as one into one and it's good very concise good movie does it have a rave does it have the rave scene the rave scene's got to go the rave scene's gone 
Because um, that's where I turned it. I turned it off at the rave scene. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" With yeah, the rave? it gets a little too. Because in the first movie, they're like, "Shh, they'll hear us," and then all of a sudden they have, they a, have rave. a rave. They have a rave. Oh yeah, they're not going to hear that. <laughs> the only. Um, <laughs> like, not, this is the least obvious rave ever. Yeah, they're not going to hear mm-hmm. e party on like underground. Like, what is that? That is garbage. That was like a Jersey Shore scene. The uh, they needed sex. The the white haired guy, he's gone. Uh, oh, he. So, I that, didn't get to the white haired guy. That whole thing car. is gone. The um, that Elrond. He looked like one of the elves from Lord of the Rings in the posters. Yes, with the hair. Yeah, he uh-huh. looked like one of the the, the, was the not. wood elves. <laughs> no, no, no. Those guys are still in it. I'm talking about <laughs> oh. the the, the ip, ipso facto guy. Like, Maybe they should be wood elves. That'd be awesome. Yeah. If there were wood elves <laughs> and they're like, they're like in, in the, the Matrix, Matrix, you can be anything, and he's a wood elf because the fucking can fly, right? Yeah. In the Matrix, dude, I would fuck flying. The Matrix, would be, I'd be a million things. I'd be like a damn walking office building. I'd be smashing people. I'd be like, ha 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 an ha. Office ha. building. A giant. I'd be like, building? I'd be like building size. Well, like oh, in the Matrix, you have to clock out from work. I'm like, I gotta go make a rave and. Yeah. Or rave, yes. raid. Raid. raid, and then you actually like well, please, turn into well, an orc. Well, 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 then don't Gilmore too much. Here, please, stay in check. <laughs> stay in check. All right. Oh. Because because what's crazy is I, I started listening to that uh, live nude geeks. Have you guys heard this over on the Geekscape website? This podcast that Walton put together with these uh, girls, ladies. Let me tell you, Gilmore talks before one of the guest hosts talks. What is with that? Gilmore is in the background in this live nude geeks. At the same time, he makes it almost unlistenable. He makes it listenable because it's a train wreck you don't want to turn away from. This kid. This Gilmore kid. Not the show. The, 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 show, the, show, is good. the show is what it is. The show is a show, and you listen to it, and it's got opinions, and you're into the opinions, and you agree with some, you don't agree with others. You hear people converse. You should listen to it. It's called Live Nude Geeks. But then you hear this fucking thing in the background every two seconds, Right? Recently on the site, somebody said that you would replace Gilmore. He didn't replace Gilmore. Gilmore's working through some shit. All right? We Gil- had to drive Gil- Gilmore's, to rehab. Gilmore's making his meetings. He's becoming a better person. He's getting his life back on track. And when his life is back on track, Walton will step aside and go do this live new geeks thing. And Gilmore will come back here and we'll, we'll keep an eye on him. We'll make yeah. sure he doesn't fall back into that pit. He called me the other day and goes, Jonathan, like, can you call me every hour just to make sure I'm okay? And I was like, really? yeah, it's fine. And he goes, yeah, just, I, I go to some dark places. And like, I just want to know... For people in my life that care about me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, Gilmore." I forgot to call. <laughs> I, I forgot. I was like, "Yeah, you're on your own." Um, guys, here's the one sad thing about my relationship with Gilmore, and this is true, and I'm I'm sharing too much, but if I were to die in my, we'll do it anyway. It's getting we're getting okay. it's like the view in here right now. If you were to die in your apartment, if I were to die in my apartment, that'd be sweet. My cat is, would eat you. Well, Gilmore would be the one to find me. That's true. We work together at Ranker. He's the only person I, would I see on a daily basis that knows where I live. If you were to die in your apartment, let if me I tell were to you not show up do. for work for a couple of days, they would send Gilmore. Gilmore would be the person to find my body. If you were to die, this is what would happen in my life. If you would die in your apartment, I'd be like, "Hey, can you publish this article?" With, "Hey, there's this news piece that's been kind of sitting in the queue for a bit over on Geekscape." Hey, Matt Kelly, can you do this? <laughs> um, Walton's not around. Is that cool? Hey, oh, and check your spelling. No, no. Okay. Uh, pi- Pirates 5 and 6, this Pirates of the check Caribbean. Check your spelling. Yeah. Have you been reading the Week in Geek on the website? Eric Diaz every week puts together this Week in Geek where he talks about the latest news and stuff in Geek World. Mainly movies and stuff. Uh, he says that there's a rumor that Pirates 5 and 6 are going to shoot back-to-back or together. Supposedly. Right after Pirates 4. Supposedly. And, um... Let's just let's see what Pirates Four is all about, okay, Jerry? Like, let's see how this is. You know, you guys have changed directors. You've uh, you've kicked two of the mainstays of the first trilogy out. You know, they didn't return. I guess. Let's just see what it's like. I mean, I'm I'm up for Pirates Four. I'm with you. I like to see a little swashbuckling adventure that ripped off Monkey Island. I'm with you. But we went there already. Let's see how Pirates yeah. Four is, and then okay. maybe let's see Five and Six. Maybe a little bit preemptive. Let's see what the Monkey Island franchise wanna, has left to put in the movies. Yeah. I want to see Pirates of the Caribbean. Twelve. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Return to Monkey Island. Uh, did you see this? Uh, in, in the same thing. Uh, in the same super. In the same uh, Weekend Geek. You were talking about Superman. Now, did you like the Superman Returns movie that Brian Singer did? Superman returns and finds he has a kid. Did you see that? 
Superman uh, Returns. I'm, I'm neutral, but it's a little bit more like... Daddy Daycare? Su- exactly. It was yeah. a little bit like, really? We're going to go down the uh, Maury Povich road already? If, if, you, if, if I'm Superman, and I come back, and I've got... I've just in, I, I finally realize I'm in love with Lois. I love her, and this and that. And I come back, and I find out that she's... Day, like like with this new guy mm-hmm. and actually has a kid with him mm-hmm. I have the powers to make both of those people disappear like fly him to the moon bury him on the dark side uh, fry the kid immediately with their lasers maybe use your uh, freeze breath to suck the air out of his body and just turn him into dust he's like, been like, thinking about this like I, you know what like, you want you what you want and like what you gonna do you gonna let a kid get sent away come on man what are you gonna do Luckily, that's not what Brian Singer had envisioned for a sequel. <laughs> according yes. to, please, according to Eric Diaz, what he had envisioned for a sequel was uh, that the people of Earth find another Kryptonian, and it turns out to actually be a brainiac type person who gives humans all of uh, the technology of Krypton, and the humans end up hating Superman for not right. giving them all this technology. The technology is then used to suck up all the information, like a database from Earth replicate earth into brainiac and now he's going to destroy the earth right that was the rumor and in doing so he was going to inhabit the body of the kid the the superman so he's like damien suddenly it's the omen and now now he's grown up that's omen and superman has to fight his own kid which has brainiac inside of him and i guess the kid sacrifices himself at the end of the movie if this is too convoluted for you let's just say hey Zack snyder go get him Go get him. So Brian Singer wanted to combine Superman 3 and Superman 4 into one. Dude, that Superman 3 scene, anytime my brothers and I were by a pool as kids, <laughs> we'd be like, hey, you play you play Clark Kent and I'll play bum Superman. <laughs> and, and, and we were by a pool, right? And we'd like, ah, I would fight and then fall in the pool. And we would act like we were going into like the, the junk smasher. Aww. That scene was one of the worst scenes in, in the Superman uh, series, but and you reacted it. But as kids, but as kids, they give you like the best. It gave you like so much. And to you work turn with. into Robert De Niro Frankenstein for ah, part of the time. <laughs> I mean, we already talked on, on Geekscape how we played the possible. Robert De Niro playing Bizarro. You knew, awesome. but you knew, you're, you're new. But I don't, I don't know if you knew about the possum disease game that we used to play as kids. Oh uh, uh, no, I we, think we, we missed yeah, the possum. Game. I mean, Geekscape's been running four years strong, but <laughs> wait, wait, who's Hicks? Yeah, in this room. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is this is in Austin when my dad uh, we went to swim in the pool one Hold morning. Hold on, can I get my banjo? So no, no, please. And then, <laughs> there was literally a possum that had died in our pool, drowned in our pool, and we got our dad to, to fish it out. For the next week or so, we were afraid to go swimming because we thought we'd get some possum disease, <laughs> right? You you motherfucks from the fucking Ozarks would have just jumped on in. You would have fucking strapped on your barrel and suspenders and been like, let's go get him. Come on, sis slash mom, let's go. No. Right? And you would have just fucking dived on in. Me, I was like, oh my god, how disgusting. A rural possum has died in our pool. It has disease. Right? Are you, he's Jewish. And, and then yeah. I'm not. Oh, you're not? But continue to say anti-Semitic things on this phone. On this, on this. I'm not really sure where that came from. Wherever either. that came from, <laughs> hatred is at its base. Oh, you're Jewish, aren't you? I'm like, no. <laughs> not Jewish. We Dude. talked. We talked about my Hispanic past. Oh, sorry. Have you met a Jewish? I've, oh, Hispanic? that's right. I'm sorry. Is there? Is there Jillian, a, Jillian Jensen, Jews. everybody. Is there a Jewish possum thing I'm gonna wear? Mm. Uh, I mean, I know. Uh, that, we went, that went. That yeah. went awry. But I know Gilmore's girlfriend's screen possum. name is Timid Possum. It's Gilmore's screen. Oh, yeah, that, that is the current possum. Gilmore's girlfriend. It was in your pool. Oh, we're gonna get punched. Walton here. Walton here posted this uh, Transformers poster over on the side. Uh, this trailer over on the oh site. This is the new Transform. This is like Transformers Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. Why wouldn't you just call? What the fuck is Dark of the Moon? <laughs> no one. That's what is sense. that? That, that was Michael Bay was really high listening to Pink Floyd. Uh, and it's like Dark of the Moon. Dark, uh, dark, dark, of, the, the, dark so, of the Moon. So listen, in the trailer, I guess like an old Apollo mission goes to the dark. Side of the moon. That's Apollo Eleven. Apollo Eleven goes to the dark side of the moon, and they land, and then uh, they go and they find some like tra- this is in the trailer. They find this like Transformers wrecked space tra- spacecraft, which mm. looks like the Ark. Looks like the Ark. Uh, what the fuck's the Ark? You didn't watch the cartoon. That's the ship they came. Okay, to Earth okay. In. It looks like the Ark in the cartoon. Sure. Uh, 
and Unicron, a Unicron-looking Transformers in there. Like he's, yeah. he's got the same there, color scheme. He's got the, the same brow. He's, he's got the he's got color yellow. scheme. He's got a bit of a Crest, of the, the crusty thing, thing going on. Yeah. Uh, some people are saying he's um, Alpha Trion, which I'm not buying. Uh, he looks Alpha? like Unicron. He looks like. He sounds like Arson Wells. And <laughs> and but Alpha Trion was blue and he's yellow. I mean, that's. Um, and everybody's like, oh, you know, you said this, Walton, and people are like, oh, is this his apology to us? Is this, like, him trying to make good for Transformers fans? It's like, you know what, um, that would involve a time machine, and that first movie was miserable. The yeah. second movie was semi-miserable, it was yeah. still miserable, like, these movies are miserable. No, the second one was even more miserable, not semi-miserable, these, 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 these movies are miserable. What Michael Bay did in, uh... An interview with a bunch of journalists, and it was uh, fairly cool. He kicked out all the executives. He kicked out his handler. It was just him. Let's and the talk real. I love. And he sluts. sat down, and he was open. He he he. People asked him like, "Why was the second one so bad?" A journalist asked Michael Bay, "Why was the second Transformers film?" And Michael so Bay bad? responded, "Did you asked. see the first one?" Oh. And, well, no. He responded. He's like, "We had three weeks to write a script. The writer strike happened." The script we finished with is bad the excuses. one we Michael Bay, you didn't, need a, you didn't need a script on Bad Boys. Go to any bad comic book store in the world, they will help but you. But he admitted it sucked. That's what I find mm-hmm. funny, uh, is a director going I can't believe saying, that the man who made yeah, Bad Boys We wrote it in three Bad weeks. Boys 1 and 2 were the shit. And uh, you didn't need a script for those? What's, oh yeah, Bad Boys was good. What's very funny is... Armageddon uh, kicked ass, you didn't need a script. What? In his mind, uh, now, now you're the racist <laughs> characters... Uh, <laughs> Are dorky. He's like, there's gonna be no dorky Transformers. Dorky is his code for racist. Here's, here's, here's Jillian in uh, in the Transformers movies. <laughs> They're all acting completely racist, and she goes, "You're Jewish, aren't you?" <laughs> and the Transformers are like, "What the fuck? Can we, can we step on her? Is, is there a way to step on her?" Someone would love that. Like, there are people out there who would love to see me get squished by a Transformer. Actually, I like, think that we can make this happen. Megan Fox's problem with Michael Bay was he acted too much like Hitler. I think Jillian yeah. fit it on the set. I love it. <laughs> Let's no? destroy them. Let's eradicate them from the face of the earth. It's like, wow. Jillian Jensen, everyone. I'm sorry. You may recognize her vo- voice from the Nuremberg Trials. Uh, <laughs> I love everyone. I love everyone. Except that little window of people. I love everyone. Who somehow keeps surviving. Uh, (laughs) Guys, uh, speaking of uh, global eradication of mankind, (laughs) The Walking Dead wrapped up. Did you guys see the last episode of The Walking Dead? What did you think of this last episode of Walking Dead? There there might be spoilers in this uh, discussion, so watch Walking Dead. I'll try not to. What what did you think of this last episode? Um, uh, For me, it kind of got off track. Right. Because four and five were kind of ho hum, in my opinion. Yeah, it was. Except for the end of four, it was okay. But all of five was just kind of boring I, to me. For me, because I liked the comic, I was kind of. Wah. You're gonna watch it. You're gonna watch it. Right. I, yeah, but but there are very few TV shows I actually take the time to watch. Mm-hmm. One of them would be The Walking Dead, and that and that was because I thought, oh, okay, I love the comic. Please don't do me wrong. Please make it good. Um, and and at first, it was exactly what I wanted it to be, and then at some point, it just stopped being what I liked about the comic. Right. Um, and, so. I, and I and and there was some cool stuff in the season finale, but I agree with you that after episode two, yeah, somewhere through episode weird. three, it starts to go to a place where everybody just becomes crybabies. Basically, um, and I'm sorry, if, I mean, you know, it's sad and it's tough, and we all know that this, how the story goes. But it, it ended up being sort of like, like the last two seasons became of Battlestar were were crybaby seasons. And you're just watching. Too emo for me. But it's but it's just like, oh, what do I do? What is my existence? What does it mean? Da, 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 da. It's like, shut up. I know. I want to. I, I want to see going. some action. I want, want to see the good stuff. And in good movies and in good storytelling, like the characters are all defined by action. So I don't understand how really good writers aren't putting more action into these. I understand budget wise why they're, but uh, you know, a big scale zombie show is tough, and action you want you want more affordable character moments, but. Give us some action. Uh, that being said, we know that the writers have kind of been cleaned out. Uh, we talked last week about how they've they've walked the writers from The Walking Dead. Thank God. And one is moving. One on is to a uh, well. I, I oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, is this yeah. live nude geeks? No. Okay. No. I don't think so. We we established that on the weird. other show, right? No, people are listening. Uh, <laughs> the Walking Dead writer. <laughs> Aww. Charles, like, he's so sad. It's okay. I, I, I'm sorry. Don't Walton. be like Battlestar. Get excited. I, 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 I've never wanted to tell you to fuck off. Uh, I, 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 
thinking about. It. Walton has never wanted me to say fuck off. I just want him to fuck off. I like just hosting a show, Walton. Remember that scene with Bibiani? Oh. Bibiani was on that episode and he didn't like that he talked all the time. Right here. Are you gonna fight me? Oh Jesus. Someone's gonna get punched. We're gonna ask you your opinion in a bit. You're not gonna give it? He's shaking his head off camera. He now doesn't want to give. Oh, we upset the Walton. <laughs> the Walking Dead. <laughs> Enough about me. <laughs> well, the Walking Dead writer uh, is no. Charles. Is Charles Egley supposedly is joining up on Powers, which is the Brian Michael Bendis, uh, Michael Evan Amming comic. All right. That people stopped reading a couple years ago. Yeah. And they're so making. Why a, are we doing they're, now? They're still making a show about it. Oh, um, okay. Not not down. Not down. Uh, luckily though hopefully it's more the first couple of years of powers and it's a show that we enjoy you know I can hopefully see how, I can see how powers enjoy. I can see how powers is a show if we work. don't enjoy it we will kill you I like to call those the pre-icon years were they the pre-icon years I'm... all the work with image was good it's when he took the book over to icon just went to crap it, it, it didn't because that's when he gave the female detective powers mm. oh mm. I don't mind that well anti-fridging what, what, what anti-fridging what I mind is that so many of his stories they just go big mm -hmm. and then like many procedurals the person you interviewed in the first episode the first five minutes or like at the end of it it's like I did it so many power stories were who did it who did it and then finally on the last issue of the story arc I did it yeah it's a little disappointing or the person goes crazy and kills one last time and makes it super obvious and he did it like the ending is just kind of handed to a lot of these detectives and they're supposed to be good detectives it's not like a brewbaker book where you're reading a brewbaker book and the person's you know in the in the mystery is solved by the protagonist it's not handed to him he's working his way through a city of shit and he finds these things right I in this in a lot of the powers they were handed to him i imagine uh, brian michael bendis really liked seven because, uh, because it's just a case where every character is Kevin Spacey showing up, going, you've been looking for me, but I'm just going to yeah. turn myself in. Mm. I don't know if deus ex machina is the right term to use, but it just... In a way it is, yeah. I mean, the the bad guy just shows up, and it's not somebody we've ever even heard about before, and it's like somebody who's not even really related to the story necessarily. Yeah, it's distracting. Like, the guy who killed Retro Girl was just oh. a stalker. Yeah, just a stalker. Like, the whole... T oh, I... If I just ruined... Uh, uh, you know, it's fine. Uh, it's been uh, years. That, that being out. said, if Gilmore doesn't call into work for several days straight, um, I'll just give the work to Walton. But I'll also know that Walton did it. Um, that being said, like, like you're, you're number one on our suspect list, and the person we give the award to. Number one. Uh, be like, hey, Walton definitely did it. Because none of us could bring ourselves to. Sad. I don't have the capacity for murder, I'm sorry. You don't? you don't? I do. Do you have the capacity? Like, Look at me, of course I do. Do you have the capacity for murder? Of course I do. How would you do it? Really uh, cleanly. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> You're wearing gloves? Like, what is that? Yeah, cleanly. Yeah, like Dexter. You're wearing a hazmat suit? No, I don't we're know what this entails. It's going to good with plastic. It's uh -huh. going to be really clean. There's going to be no blood. You would never know. Walton, you, you can't. You right? would never know. You're moving out. Hmm. You guys live together? What is this shit? <laughs> um, uh, she's got some rules. Temporarily. Can't. Temporarily. You uh, have, my you, place is a storage Let's air Wait, 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 wait. You, yeah. You're storing your stuff at his place? Yeah, it's a, it's a storage unit slash cat shelter. Why did you agree to this? Because he's my friend. I'm a doorman. No! <laughs> no! Are we hearing dirty laundry Geek, on the radio show On the Everyone. forums, we're going to start a thread. And is Called it, Support Jillian is Walton, she's homeless. Is Walton a doorman? Or is, uh, I think everybody pretty much knows I'm a doorman. How did you get homeless? Have you been homeless no. for a long time? I was before. Like, what happened with this homelessness? I can't be again. What is this homelessness? I, I, I tend to uh, have roommates that are, are irresponsible and... Uh, the last situation was one where we were actually uh, kicked out because of that person. What did they do? Well, how bad did it get to? What did it do? It was bad. Let's like, just say it was bad. Like like illegal activities. Yeah, it was okay. bad. Okay. Okay. It was bad. Hmm. And so now I'm homeless. Are you bringing again. these illegal activities into Walton's life? No. Or, or, like, is this no. somebody who's going to be like? <laughs> I don't know. I saw the cat. No. Please. Listen. This, this could be so. Listen. She, you, I know your shit. My shit's in there. Like this guy could be coming around, Walton. You may. You may be forced to kill. <laughs> I know that you're pacifist, but like, you may be forced into a situation where you must kill a human being. That might happen. Like, 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 like that might happen every like, day of my life that I drive. Did you do a background? Did you do an intensive background check with this Julian? He Jerry? knows. Okay, because here's he the knows. thing. I would have researched this guy. I have a Twitter. That's all the background checking. I would have. 
I would have studied this guy. <laughs> this guy, th- this person could be dangerous. And they, they, they could think, they could have it out for you, no. Mrs. Jensen. No. You've been on the couch with me 40 minutes, I have it out for you. Listen, no. <laughs> this, this person may have it out for you, Miss Jensen. And, and all of a sudden, how do they want to get to you? Well, you don't have an address. Da, da, da. They find out where you're storing your stuff, right? And what, where, what doorstep does that lead them to? Walton's, right? And this guy comes around, and he's drunk, or he's high, and he's crazy, and he wants his stuff back. Which he thinks is still in your apartment. He suddenly turned into Chris right? Hansen. And this guy's gonna be like, I know you're in there, bitch! Ah! And you're like, Jillian's not here. I know, are you the guy who's fucking her? Are you the guy? Ah! There's no fucking, no, 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 no. Well, and this guy is frag- in his fragmented psyche. I don't know if I'm. No, listen, right. listen. No, listen. Very quick I'm the show. Jillian, that out. Jillian, in his fragmented <laughs> psyche, he doesn't care. He's crazy. He wants his stuff back. And Walton's standing in the way there. Walton, equip yourself. All right? We're talking it's class. We're we're talking class protection class. Equip yourself. Okay. Not so much with weapons or knives, but with the, with with a with a me, or him mentality. That if it comes to it, me or him, you may have to kill him. That may I, be the best grammar I've I, ever heard in my life. I actually, me or me I have or a him. Plan. I have a plan. He or I. This is my backup plan in general. Yes. Um, I'm going to put zombie outbreak t- outbreak tape on my door. Okay. Mm. And, and so he's afraid. Me, and he'll be like, "Oh, there's a zombie." Yeah. No. Okay. No, no, we, we gotta get we, we gotta get real. Who, who's call, is he calling you? Is this guy calling you? He's like, ah, I know you have my shit in there. Robert's in New York, Reagan said. Are you the guy with Jillian? Are you her new man? Ah! <laughs> Robert De Niro and Frankenstein at your door. Geekscapist, ah! if you ever need a place to store your shit. Yeah, Geekscapist. <laughs> that thing you step Brian on Walton's on your way rent. into your... Okay, listen, Walton. Brian Walton's correct. We say that about Walton. We pick on Walton. But let me tell no, you, you know. Walton, ste- Walton steps up. The news on He's the site, Walton has been stepping up on He's the news on the site. You guys submit the news, Walton publishes it. That's they how it works. submit the news. No, Heidi. The world submits Heidi. the news. We have people like Ashton Lauren, Kevin Anderson has been submitting news. People submit news. You've been publishing them. Make this guy work, is what I'm telling you. We have a diligent news editor here in Brian Walton. And we have to build him up. We have to get his work ethic. So when he has to make this person disappear from society, this person who comes for his stuff in the middle of the night, <laughs> high on crank, like we, crank. We, like we need to we need to build him up. So he's like, yes, I have what it takes to make a man disappear from this world. We have parents. We have parents. I want. Let me tell you something. We went to uh, last night. I went to this machinima.com party. Our buddies over at machinima they had this uh, inside gaming awards. Did you win anything? I didn't win shit. No, it was for real games. It was for like oh, I maybe no, it was no. For like it was for shows. it wasn't for Machinima. It was for like inside like who won like uh, God of War three won Red Dead Redemption won best game. Oh, like that oh, kind of so stuff. Like the VGAs nobody watches. Yeah, I didn't mm. I didn't hang out. Like I went, I I ate some hors d'oeuvres, I uh, uh, some hodoves, some hodoves. I I, I I hung out. I hung out with Bibiani, and then I, like they were like ushering everybody into the award ceremony. And I go. I came home and read comics. Back to comics. That's how we do it. Um, but we we have our own award ceremony, right? And you're going to the VGAs tonight. I'm going to the VGAs. The taping Actually, of this. He's um, going to the VGAs. I was going to say at the end of the episode. What do you uh, got? Some interviews that I do. We might be able to cut on to this week's episode. Well, our next week's episode. Next, we're yeah. no, we're in no rush to hear what Tony Hawk has to say. We love you, Tony Hawk. Just not your games. But anymore. we can wait next week. All right. We have important stuff here, like training him up to kill. Uh, but we have our Geekscape Awards, guys. That's what I want to talk about. We have the Geekscape Awards, and uh, they're happening on the website. If you go to the geekscape.net, you're going to see this fourth annual Geekscape Awards. Jesus Christ, we've been doing it a lot too long. Um, and Matt Kelly and uh, Brian Walton have put together this article. And you guys remember last year, you're voting on things like best episode, best co-host, of which Jillian Jensen is a, is a candidate now. Best co-host, best movie best book best best comic best tv show best video game of 2010 all right the voting ends midnight pacific standard time on january 1st your voting has to be in it goes into walton at geekscape.net but we're voting on best episode best co-host best geekscape moment funny stuff either on the couch or that we did at comic con or zombie con and stuff like that best feature article we have some great writers best weekly feature um, best non-scape content stuff like Fandom Planet or Live Nude Geeks or the stuff we do NPCs for Machinima that stuff is all in contention best movie review, best review, other best forum member, that's you guys best forum thread, movie of the year, video game of the year TV show, comic, and the Geekscape MVP, who in the Geekscape team maybe Walton here 
is most valuable to what we do here. Um, I'm not in contention because I simply talk and pay the bills. And you don't matter. And I don't matter in the grand scheme of, of life. That being said, Brian and, and, and Maddie Kelly have put together some suggestions on stuff that they liked. Best Suggestions. Yeah, just suggestions here, but you guys make your own. Uh, and Walton has been nice enough to suggest himself several times in here, like doing the Truffle Shuffle and, uh, and Live Nude Geeks. And people were like, what, Walton's suggesting himself? I was like, yes, Walton's suggesting of himself. Course. He's a big part of what we you do would here. Too. Get the fuck off his back, Actually, all right? with Live New Geeks, I'm suggesting Jillian and Heidi more than I'm suggesting yeah. myself. Or Gilmore. Gilmore's a big part of that show. We love him, He too. shouldn't be a big part of that show, yeah, but he is a big fine. part he's of like the show. He's like our dog for the show. Yeah, but he's a dog from my... You know what? Yes, I see what you're saying. Yes. Um, he's the stray that's exactly wandering right. the neighborhood. That's exactly He's right. over at the neighbor's you house again. The neighbor's <laughs> called. He's going through the trash. <laughs> took in a shit in their yard. Guys, Geekscape.net is where you can find that. All right? You can go to Geekscape.net. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube yes. by going to those sites and searching for Geekscape or putting in their URL slash Geekscape.net. Um, that's really what we got going. The, the Geekscape Awards. Next week we have a ton of uh, another special guest, uh, just like Miss Jensen here, the anti-Semite. Uh, please, you know what? I don't agree with your politics or your view on other people, but um, but that doesn't mean we don't have a forum for you here. Oh, All right, like if you're a geek, even if you're a geek who wishes the eradication of an entire race, um, you have a forum okay. here. I keep laughing. Okay. I can't stop laughing. All right, this is what we do here. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Dude, here, thank you, Jillian. Um, live guys, li live nude geeks. You can see Jillian, Walton. Not see. Here. No, you can hear them. It's you audio. Can hear us. Fantasize what they look like. <laughs> Online. Well, you nude know geeks, what we look like. Right? You, you saw you saw Heidi two weeks ago. Now we got Mrs. JJ. And next week we and got Walton. Satine Phoenix. And you got Satine Phoenix, who we, we hung out with. You guys awesome. go to that Comic Con episode. Yes. You know who Satine is. So we like her too. Three ladies and Lots a baby. Lots of thumbs up. That's how we do it. It's like three uh, men and a baby, three ladies and a baby, right? Three women and a baby, right That's here. the title of our show. I think now. you should record the podcast in a diaper and nothing else. <laughs> how do you know that's not what I'm doing? Yeah. Good point. Listen to Live Nude Geeks and picture Walton in a diaper. <laughs> and Gilmore on the end of a leash in a collar. <laughs> I like this. I like what we're doing with the Geeks. It's called role playing. We've been doing it yeah. a while. You did it in high school when you decided to be a boy. All right. <laughs> See you guys next week.